So if I asked you, is there a difference between leaders and managers, what would you say? If you answered yes, there is a difference, what is it? Join me for today's episode, number 66, Leaders versus Managers. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell, and you're joining us for episode 66, Leaders versus Managers. When I talk about leaders versus managers, it applies to every walk of life, from blue-collar labor to white, from fast food to formal dining, working in the office to executive towers, profit versus nonprofit. But do we understand there's a difference? Do we know how to recognize the difference? Today's episode may help you identify what type of environment you're working in, under a leadership or management style, or if you happen to be in a supervisory role, who you can identify as being more of a leader or a manager. Now, We need both in this world, but depending on your role, it may benefit you and your team to modify your behavioral style to achieve greater results. Here's an example of something that recently happened to me when I received a to-go order at a local restaurant in Central Florida. I waited until the order was prepared and it was delivered out to my car, which I was thankful for. I asked the server is everything there? And they resoundingly responded, yes, I checked it myself. The server went on to explain that there was a delay for the order, and the reason was, was that the food was cooked to order, so it was fresh. Well, that sounded great, and we looked forward to a nice meal at home. Unfortunately, upon returning to the house and giving out the food to my family members, there were a couple mistakes. One Some of the food was overcooked and was very hard and dry. It had been grilled simply too long. Second, at least one side item was missing. Now, I don't have to tell you that's very disappointing, having driven home, expecting a nice hot, fresh meal, and unfortunately, it wasn't so. However, even after asking the server, was everything there, and they resoundingly confirmed there still were mistakes made. Now, hey, I'm the first to tell you I'm human. No big deal. It happens. But not with that great amount of confidence will I answer when, in fact, the order wasn't checked properly or at all. I made a call to the restaurant and spoke to the manager a day or two later explaining the situation. Here's where the thoughts about today's episode came from, leader versus manager. When he answered the phone, I explained the situation, and he said, here's what we're supposed to do when things like this happen. I'm supposed to write you a letter, and then I'm supposed to send you a small gift card so that we can compensate you and you can choose to come back or not. On the basis of that, receiving a gift card for my difficult time and poor meal, yeah, that'll work, but it was his approach. Here's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to, and then he laid out the process. 
Well, we did receive the letter, as the manager promised. You know, I'll share the first sentence with you. It kind of caught me off guard. Our sincerest apologies for your most recent visit to our location. Now, being that you are a loyal Career Growth Made Easy subscriber, and you're striving to improve your personal and professional career life, I hope that letter, rather that sentence, caught you off guard as well as a little peculiar. Our sincerest apologies for your most recent visit to our location. Don't apologize for me visiting your location. You can apologize for the poor service or the poor product that we received rather instead. But not to nitpick. It's really about the process with which the manager went about. Again, I said manager. If this person were a leader, what do you think they would have done or what they would have said? There would have been more discussion on the phone. There would have been greater inquiries as to what time of day we were there, if we had our receipt, who was the server. Did you remember any specific things about placing the order that could have caused confusion, or were there better ways that we could approach the situation next time? Then I would welcome the guest back and tell them that I'll be sending them an apology letter and a gift card in the mail, trying to build up the energy and the momentum for the next visit. Not much of that happened during my phone call. And I'm not picking on that particular manager. This is just a particular example of something that recently happened to me that made me think about an episode for today, Leaders versus Managers. If you're able to go out occasionally, and you may have had a difficult or poor experience, whether it's with service or with missing or poor quality food product, I think you can identify and relate to today's episode. But the whole episode is not about fast food, not in any way. That was just an example to give you some food for thought. When we think about leaders versus managers, as I pose the question to you in the opening, what qualities, what characteristics, what styles do each possess? How do they differ? What are the pros and what are the cons? There can be some situations where being in management is specifically necessary. You are meant to manage specific tasks, roles, or people, and get those jobs done on a timely basis, perhaps daily or weekly, because they're recurring tasks, repeatable tasks, and they need to be done and done well. For cases like that, management works well. However, if there's situations where there's opportunities for advancement or growth into supervision or leadership, opportunities to promote within your department or group, such as being team leaders or different levels of contribution, such as junior and senior, that can be a situation where leadership comes in handy. With leadership, you do more than manage team process or product or service. With leadership, I believe you have a vision. You keep the end in mind, the goal in mind, and you think about how can you achieve that goal every day, but also how can you achieve that goal better, smarter, faster. You never want to put quality 
or safety at risk when it comes to doing those three things I mentioned. That is where some intimate thought can come in to how you lead your team members. Now, if you're truly in a supervisory or managerial role and act as a leader, I applaud you. However, you can also be what is called an individual contributor or someone working at the bottom level of your organization, punching the time clock, so to speak, and also have a leadership or management mentality. If so, you're someone that might be aspiring to eventually supervise others or lead. As I mentioned earlier, you have an end goal, an end vision in mind, somewhere that you want to approach, some level that you want to obtain. When we talk about career growth, there's usually short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals in mind. They can be such timeframes as several weeks for the short-term, mid-term could be six months to a year, and long-term could be one to five years, for example. Now, if there's something in the short term that you're interested in, maybe it's a particular training, an education, learning a new skill or a new process at work or a new piece of equipment that came in. Maybe you've identified something that you're having difficulty with at work and you wish you knew more about that process, that tool, that software. That's a great time to approach someone, potentially a peer, supervisor, or manager, and ask to be cross-trained on that component, or mention that you're having difficulty and you'd like to learn more so that you could become more efficient at your job. If you flipped hats around and were that manager or supervisor, and your employee came to you and said, Hey, Craig, I'm having some difficulty with software system 42. Is there a way that I could receive some additional training on it so that I could process the software better and more efficiently? I'm going to say a resounding yes. Now, if I don't happen to have funding in the department for external training, I might want to look at my resources and my staff that's available and see who is the best working on that software system and ask that person if they had some time, potentially 30 minutes to an hour a week, to train or rather cross-train someone so that they could get up to speed. If there's multiple complaints about a particular process, software, or situation, you could even hold a group meeting and have an SME, or subject matter expert, speak on that topic. If you have the opportunity for presentation mode, whether in person or virtually, you could ask that person or even help that person put a small presentation together. Perhaps it's even just a live demo of how they go about one or two processes that other team members you work with are having trouble with. As that subject matter expert goes through that process, they would allow the team members that are struggling to have time to ask questions. Excuse me, Craig, could you tell me why you clicked that button? Or how did you advance screens like that? I wasn't familiar with that process. Or when you process that record, it worked for you. When I process it, I receive an error. Can you tell me what that error means and how to avoid it? This would be an ideal situation where leadership comes in handy. And again, management, on the other hand, is not a bad thing. It's really about your style. Most people, when they apply for a supervisory or managerial role, don't get the title of leader or be branded they are in leadership. It's really how you look at things. It's your outlook and your inner drive that causes you to be branded a leader. 
By the way, you can be a leader well before you're actually in a quote, quote, supervisory or managerial role. You can be a leader before you're recognized for promotion or you apply for promotion and are awarded the position. So stop and think today, whatever position you work in or who you work for, do you choose to identify as a managerial type person or a leadership type person? Think about the situations and environments you work in. Do you see there are some weaknesses or better yet, some areas for correction that maybe you envisioned and could contribute to the bottom line improving it? That's where those delicate, respectful conversations can come in handy with your management, and you can hopefully improve processes in your group, your department, wherever you work. Again, it's a choice. Accept the way things are today, status quo, or consider applying that leadership mentality, that leadership behavior. If not, at least apply a questioning attitude. I do recommend that. If there's something that you don't understand, respectfully ask a question about it. Why does the process work this way? I'd like to know more about this because to me it seems it could be more efficient if we do that. One other thing that I would like to mention since we just talked about a questioning attitude and potentially using why statements to see what you can uncover and learn. What if you're not the person that's struggling in a team environment, but you pick up on someone or a group of people that are? Perhaps you found a better way to do something, to create your product, to process your service, and it's more efficient and effective something that you might have been doing for quite some time, so let's say the process is proven. There's ways to go about that, potentially suggesting a group department training or learning experience. But it's important that you, again, approach it delicately with your supervision or management because the words you choose will have a great outcome and impact on if this SME, subject matter expert training, could occur. Maybe you won't be the one giving the lesson and someone else will that's more senior to you, but they don't happen to know the particular tricks or process that you do that's more effective and more efficient. These are challenging situations, but again, taking them cautiously and slowly, approaching them carefully can help you specifically with your wording to get more of a leadership direction in your department and growth, not only for you, but for your teammates as well. Remember, leaders versus managers, it's not about the title. It's about the energy, focus, and emotion you have inside and what your long-term visions are. Hope you've enjoyed today's show, episode 66, Leaders versus Managers. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I've been your host, Craig Ansell. Don't forget to pop into our totally redesigned website, craigansell.com, and visit the resource tab. We've got a lot of free content and downloads for you that can help you out in all kinds of different walks of life, from resume advice to office efficiency to just a variety of things. Stop by today, craigansell.com. And also, If there's anything particular that you're struggling with in your personal or professional career growth environment, 
please let us know. You can shoot a note to at Craig Ansel for LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or contact me directly, Craig at CraigAnsel.com by email. I look forward to hearing from you and continuing on our career growth journey together. Peace.